Cersei and I have shared our struggles with ADHD, anxiety, and depression with y'all countless times, and thankfully, we've both been able to talk to licensed professionals to help us navigate our lives while dealing with our mental health struggles. That's why we are so excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp, who is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. And trust me, sometimes just being able to talk to someone about what is going on in your life can be very beneficial. BetterHelp has a broad range of expertise in their network of over 20,000 therapists while offering video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on a camera if you don't want to. And to top it all off, everything is completely confidential. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you will get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I Rewatch iCarly listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. That's betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's been 84 years since we have recorded. But we're back. We turned 85 and decided it was time to get back to the podcast. (laughs) We said happy birthday. Um, cheers to 85. I love being this young and vivacious. <laughs> My children never visit, but I don't want them to. <laughs> but that's it. Not to dwell on it anymore. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Next order of business. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Get over it. Anyway, so this episode is titled I Fight Shelby Marks. This title should be be up be episode <laughs> this title should be episode <laughs> bro yep yep um this episode should have been titled i am the blueprint for jake paul mm-hmm. yep he said i see what you're doing and let me write that down because that is so smart and if it if it worked for iCarly, it's gonna work for me it's gonna work for me and honestly it did work for him so it did and first dan schneider is coming for our jokes <laughs> for our bits our life and now jake paul is coming for carly shay's entire career jake paul was like hang on let me into the time machine dan please <laughs> i want to steal carly shay's career trajectory trajectory so so does that mean that eventually jake paul is going to be stealing our bits and jokes because i carly stole from us he stole from i carly ergo he's stealing from us retroactively so then therefore hence retroactively thus and proactively it is i.e and therefore ergo Ergo, <laughs> it's season two, episode twenty-one. <laughs> it is the season finale mm-hmm. of season two. Ooh. Season two. It was premiered August eighth, two thousand nine, which is dangerously close to my thirteenth birthday. So dangerously close. I don't know what that means, but it means something. This is a big happy birthday to you. That's what this means. This is my happy birthday episode. Happy birthday thank you you are this episode and this episode is you wow i feel 
so celebrated right now. <laughs> and it's the 21st episode, so we can cheers to that because... Legal drinking age for this episode. So cheers. It was directed mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. Steve Hofer. Yes. For a guy named Steve, we've made fun of his last name a lot and glossed over the fact that a grown yes. man goes by Steve so my name's steve um hey i'm steve i'm a director i like direct for like nickelodeon it's like whatever like i get like paid (laughs) but like it was written by dan schneider which i didn't even need to see that written down on imdb because that makes so much fucking sense because this episode is so fucking cursed and it has it has his disgusting creepy little little germs yuckiness all over it footprint footprint but i'm all over it damn in this episode we see you know jake paul's entire career replace it with young women Mm. boom that's this episode (laughs) boom we're at the shea apartment we're back after 84 years we're at the shea apartment we're in that bitch we're there we're physically there. Um, we're on the couch. Sam walks in and she plops right down on the couch to watch some TV with us and Carly. Carly asks Sam what the fuck happened to her mom's brand new huge TV that she just got. And Sam says that the senator her mom's been dating stole it from them. Okay, another episode, another big fat L for Sam's whore mother. <laughs> Please, can this woman catch a break? A single break. No, she can't. I almost thought that she was classing her life up. Carly was like, isn't your mom dating a senator? And I was like, like a senator. Damn, bitch. And then she was like, no, he stole a TV from us. And then it turns out the senator wasn't even a real senator. Vine, boom. And Carly exclaims, I told your mom that there's no such state as New Kentucky. Um, I'm pretty sure New Kentucky is a state. It's called Southern Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) Sam immediately changes the topic and she asks for Carly's password to get a pay-per-view channel. And Carly asks what they could possibly be watching that they would need to pay for the channel. Inappropriate. And Sam tells her that they're going to watch some porn. Just kidding. They're just going to watch Two Chicks Fight, which is pretty much porn. Women in UFC, guess what? Porn stars. Porn. (laughs) Porn. Boom. But I literally was about to be a woman fighting another woman the way that Carly was like, we're going to pay to watch two girls fight. I was like, yeah, bitch, me and you square up, Miss Internalized Misogyny, (laughs) Miss Sexism. Miss, I don't want to pay for this shit. Miss broke. She said, get back in the kitchen literally right now. You're not allowed to be a UFC fighter. She said, nope. I'd pay to watch two women like make me a sandwich. (laughs) But to fight? Absolutely fucking not. Well, one of the chicks that are fighting is the infamous Shelby Marks, who Carly has no idea who she is. And Sam has to explain to her that she is the best female fighter in the entire CFC not UFC, and she's only 15. Is that legal? Like, is I don't think that's a thing. I don't think a 15-year-old could be in, like, a, don't like a so. league for boxing. Uh, definitely not, like, the UFC level, if anything. Like, maybe, like, for funsies, but... <laughs> hey, you want to box me in an alley for funsies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, I can't actually, like, box in the UFC because I'm not, like, 18 yet. <laughs> so, like, alleyway, it has to be. Sorry. Catch me in the alley, though. Like, Meet you there. <laughs> I got moves, and I'll show them all. I got moves and bits and goofs and gaffs. 
But Fred walks into the apartment and starts to ask if the girls want to work on... But Sam interrupts him and goes, stop talking. And Fred is like, why? And Sam responds, because you never say anything interesting. Now, shh. Got him. Dead. Cleared. Deceased. Never to be found again. I, he didn't even, he shouldn't have even asked why because the first no stop talking was embarrassing enough, let alone the you never say anything interesting now. Shush. He does have a degradation kink. So he was, that was, he it. was about it. He was like, wait, hold on, humiliate me a little bit more. It's like, damn. Yeah. And that makes sense because that was probably the foreplay to this next thing that's about to happen because Fred asked Carly what Sam's deal is. And as she's sitting literally right behind them, Carly tells him that the one and only Shelby Marks is fighting tonight. Fred just about creams his little fucking pants at the mention of Shelby Marks and goes, she is crazy hot. She can kick me in the face any day. To which Sam replies, Shelby Mark's foot is too good for your face. Like, Fred, you need to relax. You need to tone it down. You're going too crazy. It's just, we get it. You're coming in your pants. Just relax. Also, they did not need to mention the foot. It's like, we know that Dan Schneider wrote this episode, but he doesn't need to be so fucking- No, but he did. You know he did need to mention it because it's him. He has a compulsion. But also, Freddie loves aggressive women. It's just, it's a theme. It's a theme we're it's seeing true. in Icarus. It is. That's why the first thing with Sam was literally like foreplay. So <laughs> now he's like, damn, he I'm like, like ready to go. think I'm stupid? Would a stupid person say that two plus two is three? <laughs> oh, that's not like, correct. Because like, I would if you like Ooh. stupid people. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Well, Spencer comes out of his bedroom yelling, hola, muchachos y muchacho, and the kitties all say hey back to him. Okay, first of all, Sam Sam does not say hi back to that. <laughs> she said something about home skillet biscuit, and so I looked it up, and the subtitle said, oh, limp biscuit, but then I looked it up. The script had all the kids say hello back, but later in the editing bay, Dan Schneider noticed that Sam said something else in addition to hi, which he couldn't quite make out, and he played the tape back to Jeanette McCurdy, who thinks that she said, hey, skillet biscuit, and on his blog, which Dan Schneider had a blog recording his, like, tyranny, disgusting, disgusting. he said, I don't know why she said that, and surprisingly, neither does she. But interestingly enough, Netflix's <laughs> transcript lists the line as "Oh, Limp Biscuit." I I know I heard biscuit, and then I put Damn. the subtitles on, and it was like "Limp Biscuit." But it does sound like "Home Skillet Biscuit," which was definitely a thing in like 2009. Being like, "What's up, Home Skillet Biscuit?" Cringe. Yeah, they should shout out Limp Biscuit to the style. Take it to the Matthew Bridge. <laughs> I just wanted to say, why the fuck are they speaking Spanish again? Like, <laughs> now it has moved from Freddy to Spencer. It's contagious. It's a disease. Yeah, literally. And I'm sick and tired of it. Anyway, so there's no time for chatting. <laughs> the fight is about to fucking start. Freddy starts off, man, she is smoking hot. And Sam chimes in, that girl is a fighting machine. And then Carly adds, her shorts are so cute. 
But then before the gang can unpack Carly's very weird and unprompted statement, Spencer interrupts with a huge sneeze. Fred, still creaming in his little panties, <laughs> asks how he can make Shelby Marks his future wife. And Carly, who can't survive if the attention isn't on her, responds, <laughs> I thought you wanted me to be your future wife. And Fred says, could that happen? And Carly immediately is like, no, that could not happen. Because she just likes the attention. She doesn't actually want the men. But also, Freddie, you are scaring the hoes. Like, stop being weird <laughs> and horny for, like, one second. Please relax. This is a Nickelodeon show. You do not need to be, like... Like, we get it. We get talking it. Talking about how you want to, like... <laughs> Literally fuck. Literally. Like, he's like, do you think that... Do you think she was going to touch my pee-pee? Yeah. I want, like, her to do, like, BDSM shit to me. I want her to touch my pee-pee while she says mean things to me. Shut up! You're fucking weird! No, but he can't, but he can't. Spencer, he also can't stop being weird, and he lets out a soaking, sopping <laughs> wet sneeze onto the back of Sam's head. And Sam says that Spencer got his, and I quote, sneeze goo on her head and he apologizes and explains that his allergies have been going nutso fucking bonko okay i know we always say that i am sam but yet another instance <laughs> yes. of me being sam because my brother did this to me once oh no so nasty my brother claims that he doesn't know why yeah. he did this but so i'm under the blankets and he rips the blankets up sneezes on me and then closes it and just leaves and then later in the day, he was like, I don't know why I sneezed on you. I didn't mean to do that. That is such a brother thing to do. Like, that is so nasty. Ew. How do you do that on accident? How? What? Like, that is definitely not on accident. Like, that is so nasty. Yeah. Ew. Well, I mean, not to, like, piggyback off of your brother's story, but... <laughs> to piggyback off of that... I wanted to say that sneeze goo <laughs> sounded... <laughs> Kind of, <laughs> kind of, um, not like cum, but like something really nasty. Yeah, I think definitely goo is a sticky word. Like sneeze goo, like the goo is what is just like, yeah, it's just like sticky and yucky and sticky, it's on her goo. and it's wet and it's just, let's yeah. move on. Yeah, but let's Spencer move on. says that he's never going to have allergies ever, ever, ever again. He talked to the doctor that lives in the building and he's going to give him these allergy pills that are going to cure him. Carly asks if he's talking about the doctor in 7B, but he says that the dude who lives in 7B is not a real doctor. He just likes to dress up as one. And then very seriously, Spencer adds, don't ever talk to him. That man is a pedophile. What has that man done? What has that man done? And why does Spencer know not to ever talk to him? scary scary the real doctor though comes a knock in and hands spencer a pack of pills and tells him how he has to take them in order to get rid of his allergies forever but when fred asks why more people don't use these meds <laughs> the doc reveals that the meds were just approved for use in cuba and some parts of canada the doc tells Spencer all of the possible side effects of the meds and then wishes him luck and leaves. I love American media constantly trying to position Cuba as this very scary place, but like their quality of life is objectively better than America. <laughs> like objectively. Yeah. They're like, wait... So they approved it? That's scary. It's experimental. That means that it doesn't work. It's bad. It's scary. Wait, Cuba has universal health care? 
that means it's bad. It's bad. That's bad. Bad. But um, the doctor, he's played by Sean Smith. Sean. Who played Vic in The Born Supremacy. Mr. Keller in Not Another Teen Movie was in single episodes of multiple different TV shows. So he's just kind of like bopping around, you know, nothing yeah. too crazy. He's not a very successful actor. <laughs> he should be embarrassed <laughs> of his resume. Don't say that about him. <laughs> no. Congratulations, mister. Well, Sam tells everybody, including Cersei, to shut the actual fuck up because the fight is about to start. Everyone plops down on the couch and Spencer's like, wait, this channel is pay-per-view. Where are the titties at? How does he know that? He's like, hang on. This is this this is the channel I watch porn on. Why are we watching a fight on this? But Sam hushes him and says it's only 80 bucks. And Spencer yells out, 80? And Sam is like, unless you order it in high def, which I obviously did. So it's actually a hundred bucks. And Spencer goes, a hundred. Oh, um, <laughs> I was like, I was like really thinking about, did you ask a serious question about how he knows that this is pay-per-view just from the channel name? No, it's a joke. <laughs> okay, never mind. Because I was going to say it's like. The numbers, like like eight hundred or whatever, like those are all like premium channels. Anyway, yeah. Have you ever heard of a joke? I've never heard of a joke before. This is propaganda to get kids to spend money without parents' permission, so corporations <laughs> can make more money. They made very light of this hundred dollar expense, but I tell you right now, if one of my cats went and spent a hundred dollars on Amazon to buy catnip, the cat. Yeah. Well, those are the only children I have, so that's. That's my best allegory. Okay. I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be like, why are you spending my money? I have a budget. We have a strict budget. There are a few differences here. One, his password was 1234. So he was just begging, begging for somebody to use it. What if he has a bad memory. He has a bad memory. Shh. Two, they're literally in the 1%. $100 is fucking nothing. Fair enough. Nothing. Fair enough. So him freaking out about $100? Shut up. Uh, we all know daddy sends you like 10 grand a week. Shut up, Spencer. That's Keep true. it down. I forgot they were the 1%. But Sam shushes him. <laughs> and the fight begins. The announcers are talking about how <laughs> Shelby Marks is the youngest in the whole CFC at only 15 years old and how she's going to be taking on 26 year old cfc champion maya fechner okay one fechner is definitely a stand-in for fucker yes two a 15 year old cannot legally touch a 26 year old like this is so yeah i don't know how they're just like casually being like yeah this woman who's 26 years old is going to fight a 15 year old on tv on pay-per-view people are People are paying to watch this. This was Black China and Kylie Jenner when they were having beef. Uh, but I remember when Kylie Jenner was a minor, everyone was like, Black China's waiting for her to turn 18. <laughs> she gonna beat the shit out of her. That was literally this. Yeah. Miss Fechner, Miss Fucker, is played by Vanessa Vanderplum. Not Vanderpump, but Vanderplum. And I think that this is a very fun little last name i agree who has been in a handful of different movies and tv shows including ted 2 and how i met your mother so the girls they start fighting and the gang is going wild rooting for shelby to kick maya's 26 year old fucking ass that old bitch <laughs> 
that fucking old grandma. She should die. Shelby takes down Maya and Sam jumps up on the couch yelling, she's an animal. I love her. Okay. Gay. Chill out. Chill out. Relax. Relax. Gay. Gay. And with that, Shelby has won the match, but there's a knock at the door. It's doctor, not the one in 7B, the legitimate one, asking if Spencer took any of the pills yet. And when he says he hasn't, the doc is so relieved, he snatches the pills out of his hands. And it turns out that the pills the doctor gave him are actually pills for the doctor's dog who has worms. So... Would have been better off with the doctor in 7B. Seriously. But I'm going to be so real. Spencer Shea probably has some sort of intestinal worms (laughs) and could have benefited equally from the anti-worm medication. He definitely has at least like one worm. Prove me. Change my mind. Spencer Shea has intestinal worms. Change my mind. (laughs) You will never change my mind. The theme song ends and we open in the iCarly studio and iCarly is happening live and what do we open on i can't even say it it's happening live we open on bare feet no broadcasted on icarly.com the web show toes and icarly the normal show on nickelodeon and (laughs) ominously and ironically the written by dan schneider is hovering over these bare feet that belong to a minor. <laughs> a minor's bare little supple feet. Written by Dan Schneider. Okay, supple was not needed to be added in there. <laughs> like That was your feeding into Dan Schneider. I Schneider's. know the kids got supple feet. I was a kid. I had supple feet. Oh, no, no, no. Dan Schneider, turn... Stop listening. Stop listening. If you're listening, turn turn the headphones off. Anyway, to reiterate, there are bare children's feet on the screen. And the toes... Oh, you thought that feet were bad? Get ready for a little bit of racism. The toes have afros on them and faces yeah. drawn on each little tiny toe. Carly gets yep. up and says, well, that concludes our segment on toes with froze. Well, that concludes me being tormented by Daniel Schneider. <laughs> Now, not only is the show racist, but the toes are racist. How much of a weirdo do you have to be to make toes racist? How do you even think of that in your little pea brain? I don't know. Dan Schneider, answer the question (laughs) in your little toe brain. Answer it, please. The girls introduce the world to the one and only Shelby Marks and have Fred roll some highlights from the fight from last night. We love free promo. It's like literally a fan cam. <laughs> like Freddie made that himself. Like he like runs Shelby Marks's fan cam. Yeah, they're like, so this is our web show. We're gonna run <laughs> fan cams as content because we don't really have that much else to go off of this week. Yeah. I wish we could do that. <laughs> the girls start to goof and gaff about Carly kicking Shelby's butt, but then Sam is like, let's be real, let's be real. Carly couldn't even take on my cat. And he's only got three legs. Milky check. What the fuck? What the fuck? My three-legged cat is sat just over there yonder. Once again, Sam is me. I am Sam. We both have three-legged cats. Dan Schneider, stop copying my life. (laughs) Apparently her cat's name is Frothy. Mm -hmm. So kind of close to Milky too, because milk gets frothy. So Stop. Stop. (laughs) Milky. Milky, You're famous. Dan Schneider's literally listening. (laughs) he's just on the on the bed like it's literally him he's just like hello i wish dan schneider would stop sampling from my life 
Well, we're back at the Shea apartment, and Spencer is writhing around trying to itch himself with an abnormally long wooden spoon. And when Carly asks what's wrong with him, he says that it's one of the side effects to those meds that he's taking now. Carly suggests that maybe he, like, shouldn't take the pills anymore if he's so itchy but spencer says that a little itch never hurt anybody and it's worth never having allergies ever again and then he shoves the spoon that they use to cook their food in their kitchen down his pants and he starts itching his thigh i for real thought he was gonna start itching his crotch because he was going in the front and i was like don't touch the penis this is a Nickelodeon show. I mean, he pretty much was. He was touching the penis with a wooden spoon that they are then going to use to cook. Because we all know that he's not going to throw it out. Just touching the penis. <laughs> they probably aren't even going to clean it properly. Probably not. And that's nasty. Stinky and poopy and gross and stinky poopy butthole island for them. Stinky poopy. Gross. Well, Spencer runs out to go look for some anti-itch cream and Freddie runs in, shoving Carly out of the way to get onto her computer, saying, this is bad. It's catastrophic. All of a sudden, Sam sits up and asks if someone else posted pics of her mom in a bikini. Two L's for her mother this episode, it seems. It seems. It seems that the L's continue. Can Mrs. Puckett live? No. But Fred says, nope. It's worse than someone posting revenge porn of Miss Puckett and then shows the girls a really badly edited splash face video of Carly saying that she can kick Shelby Marks's butt from last night's iCarly episode. The comments read Shelby would destroy that twig and Carly goes, I'm not a twig and I'm growing curvier every day is the curve in the room with us now. <laughs> well, the worst part is Freddie's like, I know. Relax. <laughs> relax i can't sit see down it. please don't touch. cream your little pants please it's tenting it's tenting relax also not you shaming a literal 15 year old's body leave her alone <laughs> i know i feel bad but that's the thing she doesn't need to be curvy she's 15 no that's not shaming it's not that's that's biology yeah and i'm gonna be brave and say it right now say i'm 26 question mark and i still have a bored body <laughs> Some of us never get curves. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. It's okay. It's okay, Carly. It's okay. Well, Fred, he's freaking out over the possibility of Carly not having curves. And of Shelby seeing the edit, and as the girls are saying that they doubt Shelby has even the time to go on the internet with her gruesome training, Spencer walks out of his bedroom shirtless, Ooh. pantsless. Ooh covered in a white substance Ooh. rubbing his entire body with the wooden spoon and a golf club I, I just i would just like to ask a question for the viewers and the fans go for it why is spencer always in his boxers in front of children i find that to be extremely odd and perhaps unsettling. Just like slightly unsettling, really. Just um, slightly. But it haunts me in my dreams. The thing is that, you know, it's not just that he's in his boxers. Like, yes, that is that is one thing that we should all be very alarmed about. I, you know, it's there's there's a lot to say about that. However, it's that plus the fact that he is covered head to toe, lathered, if you would, some would say. And come. And yeah, in a white substance that looks 
similar to cum. He's covered in cum. In front of children. In front of his sister and children. Yeah. Covered in cum. Itching his little penis with a wooden spoon. His penis that's on his thigh. It's insane and it's disgusting. And Dan Schneider, prison and jail. Jail. Not even the penitentiary. We need literal federal prison. You need to be locked up and executed and the key needs to be thrown away for this crime right now. But thankfully, we're saved by the non-existent doorbell and Carly opens the door to none other than the Victoria Justice. I mean, Shelby Marks herself and her posse of bad boys. Vicky Justice. Oh my God. I'm such a big fan. Vicky J. She's here. She's in the room. You know what that means? Time for a White Claw, baby. Carly looks back at the gang, terrified, and Shelby explains that she saw the video of Carly talking mad fucking shit online, and Carly is trying to remain calm, and is like, oh my god, wow, that is like really cool because, and then out of nowhere turns around and bursts into a full-blown sprint as she's screaming at the top of her lungs and runs upstairs. She's out of that bitch. Spencer takes this as the perfect opportunity to show his bear come covered body to another minor and then and then makes it worse by proceeding to hand the golf club over to said minor and ask if she could scratch his back with the golf club what is this what is this prison i don't know jail like it execution this is the reason i drink (laughs) anyway we find ourselves uh at the shea apartment slightly later shelby and her gang of bad boys are just Just awkwardly standing with sam and fred in the living room when sam yells at spencer to hurry at the fuck up and find carly (laughs) spencer comes a running down the stairs still naked covered in cum and says that he's looked everywhere under the bed when the fire escape (laughs) oh there's a big itch and then he hoists his fucking leg up on the railing of the stairs and starts scratching his ass in front of five minors his butt yes his booty hole his buttocks his booty hole his balls his penis his butt cheeks i didn't need to see that all up in there i did not need to see that no and you know who else didn't need to see that um literally the minors Literally anybody and everybody, including the minors that are in the room. Did she lie? No. No. I think that one of the major criminal offenses here is not only is he itching his little pee-pee, but he is doing this while wearing Converse Hmm. and calf socks. So that man is in boxers, cum, Converse, and calf socks. If you would, the B and the three Cs. You know, cum and Converse is one of my favorite combos. (laughs) I could do without the calf socks, to be honest. It just, it brings me back, you know? It's just come in converse. It's just such a classic. It's like a gin and tonic, you know? Nothing can compare. The difference between a gin and tonic and converse and calf socks (laughs) is that my mom enjoys one and not the other. I'll let you be the judge of that. The come in converse. (laughs) Absolutely. My mom famously loves come in converse. Yeah. Famously. She won't stop talking about it. You know what? Your mom and I are one and the same, so... (laughs) (laughs) all right all right all right spencer comes oh wait uh well anyway (laughs) spencer comes all over himself again (laughs) boom now that everyone is in the mood freddie decides that this is the perfect time to tell shelby he made her raisin toast because what else gets you in the mood (laughs) 
nothing gets me in the mood quite like raisin toast i will admit sam goes oh now this is pathetic and shelby's like thanks but raisins kind of creep me out and freddie's like oh no worries and bites out the raisins with his mouth like lip to lip on the piece of bread yeah mouth yeah like cpr like french kissing the bread it's unsanitary it's uncouth (laughs) he hands it back to her and goes here you go raisin free and shelby stares at him and is like you also creep me out don't make me agree with victoria justice but i too am disturbed (laughs) what the hell was that what the hell even you should know not to bite someone's fucking raisin bread and then hand it to them no because it started so poorly with one he should know better than to fucking give somebody raisin bread who has not specifically asked for raisin bread of all the breads why would you choose raisin to be the one raisin bread is such a niche yeah like you need to know that the person enjoys raisin you know what i'll say it i brought my brother up before this episode he loves raisin bread however my brother is a weirdo so i know that the majority of the world does not enjoy raisin bread anything he likes is contrary to to society (laughs) So if he likes something, I stay away from it because that shit is weird. Well, Freddie, have you heard this? Go make Cersei's brother raisin bread. And you can fuck him. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> comes down the stairs. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Spencer comes down the stairs with Carly thrown over his shoulders as she's screaming for her fucking life. He plops her down and she starts frantically rambling to Shelby. I didn't edit that video. Someone took the joke I said from the show and edited it to make it look like I wanted to kick your butt. And I don't even <laughs> want to kick your butt. Your butt's never done anything to me. And I'm sure it's super cute. Gay. Inappropriate. Gay gay and inappropriate gay and inappropriate fun fact (laughs) because he was covered in this slippery stuff come it was deemed too dangerous for miss miranda cosgrove to to do herself so he carried a stunt double down the stairs wow so he really was slippery with that shit on him shout out to that stunt double for getting spencer's cum all over her dude shout out to all the ladies who love to be covered in cum <laughs> like you guys like are the best <laughs> like i love it i love the cum ladies cheers cheers to you like thanks <laughs> sam stops carly and assures her that shelby is not mad at her and shelby is like yeah i'm not mad at you no not at all but i do want to fight you carly shoves spencer against the door mm-hmm. boom, mm-hmm. and takes off screaming again <laughs> one of shelby's henchmen who is definitely not a racist caricature, no. taps Freddie and says, and I'm not going to do the accent, I <laughs> like raisin bread toast. Wow, look at you being so PC, not doing the accent. What can I say? It's, I'm just like not a racist you know, person and like I don't want to participate in racism. You've so. grown over the last 84 years, you know? since the last time we've done this it's just i'm so proud of you the last last episode i was like in the kkk yeah literally i've grown so much since then (laughs) you've grown you've grown i'm so proud i'm so proud i want to make it clear i would do the accent if it was derogatory to italians (laughs) if it was derogatory to germans to polish 
listen, listen. I want you to know if you're like, yeah, I was literally in the KKK. And then maybe like two seconds later, you're like, I just want everybody to know that I was. I don't think that those two should ever be said within like 15 minutes of each other. Because I thought that that sentence was going in such a different direction and i know that it that it couldn't have been i i personally know that it couldn't have well, been that's and your problem. i was like well, what that's is she your about problem. to say right now don't put me in a box you know just just because i look like i could be a white supremacist just because my skin color resembles that of white supremacy doesn't mean doesn't mean that I participate in that, okay? Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. You know, being a white person is so hard in this society. And it's about time that we spoke oh up. Oh my about God. It. No. Every day. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. Somebody cut the mic. KKK cut the mic. Member. <laughs> Every day. Please. <laughs> no, we're back in the Shea apartment, but it's later. Away from Cersei's breakdown. Away, please. Please. Moving on. Sasha Everyone is in the living room except for Cersei because she's been banned. <laughs> and Carly and Spencer are cleaning the cum off of themselves. And Carly says that she doesn't get why Shelby wants to fight her. Shelby explains that it was her manager, Rod's idea, and Rob pops into view. Sorry, not Rob, Rod with a D. This is very important. Rod pops into view, and he's this sleazy. I love a good Rod, if you know what I mean. New Jersey looking guy <laughs> with gelled up hair, and he says, It's just gonna be a little exhibition fight, one round, all for show, not real at all. Not real at all. <laughs> It's not real at all. <laughs> not real at all. <laughs> Just like how I was never really in the KKK. <laughs> Stop. This man was plucked straight from Jersey Shore. Like, where did they find him? Like, it's crazy. Like, Pauly D who? Like, he's literally Pauly D right now. It's insane. But this man was not here until this moment. I swear to God, he was not in the little henchman. He just popped up. And I'm like, where did you come from, you little New Jersey guy? Girl, I thought you were being serious. So I went back and like, he is in fact there the entire time. He just doesn't have any lines. No, I am being serious. He, no, he's there. No. Like he was in the background in the door. No, I don't when believe they were you. Hanging in the doorway. Don't gaslight me. The little racist caricature character was saying his lines. He was sitting in front of the pair computer, like at the little island that they sent, oh that they God. use the computer at he was there the whole time he's just a forgettable white man wow it really be the forgettable white men you know you forget about him forget about it forget about him forget about it <laughs> forget about me well he's played by bill tangrati who has a few credits boy he's just living the stereotype <laughs> he really is he he's like, let me be italian real quick you know he's got he's been in law and order and criminal minds he's been in weeds he's been in the mindy project he's been in yellowstone oh and he played randall in the twilight movie breaking dawn part two who the fuck is randall <laughs> for real though q his picture <laughs> that's not real like that's not real this looks like a fan edit no that's literally him no that's a fan edit no that's literally that's him. a fan edit no that's literally that's him someone being like me if i were in breaking dawn part two no this is like real <laughs> no. branded that Twilight is legitimately promo. 
Was he a Volturi? Yes, he was. He was one of Cullen's friends. It's not real. It's real. I can't believe it. Well, that's not my problem. I showed it. It's real. He was in Breaking Dawn. I almost said Breaking Bad. That is not true. That is a lie. Also, Randall. What a horrible name for a vampire. Yeah, almost as bad as Rod. <laughs> almost as bad. When you said Randall, I thought you were going to say that he voiced Randall from Monsters Inc. <laughs> no randall from breaking dawn he was in twilight he like had a legitimate role like he was not just like a background character but anyway moving on (laughs) shelby chimes in just a fun little fight and spencer copies her just a fun fight and then licks the towel he's been using to clean the cum off of himself and then shoves it into his belly button and swirls it around so if they couldn't get any worse it absolutely did. Absolutely did. I did not like that. Went downhill immediately. I didn't like watching it. I didn't like hearing you talk about it. I didn't like it at all. No. I like to forget it. But we can't is the problem. But finally, Shelby addresses that Spencer is naked and being weird. What a great MO to have, being naked and being weird. <laughs> Carly explains that he's been taking some allergy meds that have some side effects, like itching. So it explains the cum. Sorry, I was just so itchy. I had to cum all over myself, try to soothe. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer says that he has totally stopped itching. The henchman, who is definitely not a racist caricature, asks, well, then why don't you put some pants on? And Spencer says that's a great point and runs to clothe himself. Thank God somebody said it. Cheers. Braver than the U.S. Marines. No, literally, because I wonder if that was actually in the script. And he was just like, why is Dan Schneider having this adult man be naked around these kids? It's probably not the case, but that's okay. I want to believe that. Shout out to you. Who we learn right now. He is Shelby's trainer, Juan, who is played by Julian Cesario. And Julian has been in a few movies like The Mason Brothers and The Boatman. And he was even in an episode of Sons of Anarchy. So put some respect on his name. Yeah, agreed. He's there. And he's telling Spencer to put some fucking clothes on. These are snaps (laughs) for Julian. Carly's like, listen, let's get back to this whole fight thing. And then the New Jersey Rod explains that even though Shelby is the best fighter in the entire world, she just needs some more publicity, you know? And that's where Miss Internet Famous Carly Shay comes into play. He continues, well, think about it. Two famous teenage girls, both beautiful. Now, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there, Mr. Rod, Mr. Pauly D. Because why is that the first thing that you say? You're literally like 35 years old and these are teenage girls. I will defend this dialogue because creepy old dudes in real life are also way too comfortable calling underage girls beautiful. So this line was very accurate to the real world. And I actually felt validated by this man being creepy because I was like, I I too remember old men being like, you're such a beautiful young woman. And I was like... Fuck away from me. Who are you? Weirdo. Be like, yeah, no, this totally this is this is real. This is a this is real dialogue. This was not scripted. It checks out. This he came up with this on the spot. This actually was from one of those writing exercises where you go out with a pen and paper and sit next to someone and you write down everything that you hear them say. Yeah. He heard that and he was like, It's going an episode, it's going an episode. These two beautiful young women that I cannot touch because it's illegal, but I want to so badly because I'm a pedophile. Yeah, well, speaking of Mr. Pauly D, he continues saying millions of people would tune in to watch that. Yeah, 
pedophiles millions of pedophiles are gonna turn in to fucking watch that like what my first instinct is to be like uh, millions millions of people but then i remember the number that jake paul pulled by being an influencer who was gonna box real boxer and i was like okay you know, maybe they saw the vision. Maybe they understood it. They understood the allure. Because honestly, if like Jenna Marbles was going to like box Ronda Rousey, like in her prime, I think <laughs> I, I think I would have attended a pay-per-view party. I would be like, party. I'm tuned in. Yeah, I'm, I'm sat. I'm I sat. absolutely want to. <laughs> I would pay to see that right now. I'm sat. I'm sat and I'm watching. I would. You know what? That is a really good point. That should be Jenna Marbles' return. That that was good. That was good. Write that. Jenna Marbles. Write that down. That's good. Jenna That's Marbles good. returned to social media by fighting Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey <laughs> returned to boxing by fighting yeah. Jenna Marbles. Fred and Sam, they are in, but Carly wants to make sure that she's not going to get hurt. Rod ignores the question. Like a man would. <laughs> and says that he can guarantee this is going to be on primetime TV. Fred and Sam jump up excited, and Carly is like, but I won't get hurt, right? And Shelby adds in that the fight will make a ton of money that they can donate to charity. Everybody is so excited, but Carly once again pleads. I won't get hurt, right? And throughout this entire thing, Spencer is asking if anybody else notices that it's like really hot in there and he's starting to sweat. You guys, is it hot to anybody else? You guys, please. No, he's like literally going through menopause right now. Like he's having a hot flash. <laughs> but the phrase primetime TV was like a jump scare to my childhood because that does not matter. Like, primetime tv does not exist what the fuck is primetime like everything is streaming blah 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 me someone who watches the bachelor which is primetime tv <laughs> trigger warning trigger, trigger warning, warning the, the bachelor. bachelor a woman who watches the bachelor trigger warning trigger warning okay <laughs> sam explains that fighters know how to throw a punch that look like they hurt but are actually completely fake and goes watch this and then proceeds to punch fred who yells out in pain and sam goes see i'm not a professional that's good that's good. That was a great joke. They make Carly get up so that Shelves can demonstrate that she knows what she's doing. And then Juan goes, Lista, vamonos. And Shelves starts kicking and punching, but everything is just right in front of Carly instead of actually hitting her. Carly is shitting her little panties, but she doesn't get hurt. They ask if she's in and she turns to Spencer to ask what he thinks. And he says that it's a great opportunity and to go for it. But Spencer is dripping wet to the point where it looks like water is like literally being poured on him because it probably is. And when Carly asks if it's one of the side effects, Spencer is like, yeah, why? Is it noticeable? I literally don't even think that it was just like water being poured on him. I think that they had like a like a pumping fountain with water and that like the little tubes were hidden like in his hairline so it was continuously pumping water out because like it was so it was a continuous flow it was like my period it would not stop dripping <laughs> i mean if you want to get technical i yeah, do want to get technical he had a period on his head however however I, I, I feel like the pouring on it is funnier <laughs> okay i didn't realize you're a comedy expert 
Yeah, oh, no, I am. I'm not only a comedy expert, I'm a TV expert, I'm a Spencer Shea expert, I'm a UFC expert, and the list goes on, honestly. I really just don't have the time or, you know, the mind power to continue listing all of my accolades at this moment, so... Anyway, we're at the Shea apartment. It's the next day and Carl's and Spence are eating soup on the couch while watching the news as one does with their older brother. That's one of my favorite hobbies. As one does. Is eating soup with my brother on the couch watching the news. Yes. The news is talking about the fight between Miss Shelby Marks and her sassy competitor, Carly Shea. Carly looks over and Spencer is once again dripping sweat profusely from the fountain tubes hidden in his hair. Not from water poured on his head when she tells him he's sweating into his soup he whips out a shampoo and wipes (laughs) his face then uses it to dab the thin layer of sweat off of his soup and then just continues eating the soup (laughs) and this reminded me of that famous episode of hell's kitchen where the guy's like cooking and he's leaning over and like sweat is pouring from his scalp onto his nose and it goes on the bridge of his nose and is just like pouring into the skillet like like a waterfall into the food (laughs) and the judges were like i will not eat this i'm not eating that shit your sweat is a secret ingredient (laughs) yeah and spencer said "Mm, delicacy let me eat some more that actually adds some flavor to it Mm, please salt the seasoning is impeccable also good callback to the shampoo thank you thank you (laughs) how could i forget about the shampoo that was a whole thing We're in the school hallway, and the girls are walking down the hallway when Carly tells Sam that she shouldn't have bought clams from a guy on the street, even if they were a dollar a dozen, which is bad advice. That is a fucking steal. So I'm with Sam on this one. I see. I would say that those clams are definitely dead and have like some ringworm in it, and you're definitely going to have to go back to the shady apartment doctor and be like, can I get your dog's worm medicine? Because I had some dollar clams. Can I get the, like, worm medicine? Can you hook it up, actually? You know, she just said a guy on the street corner. She doesn't say that it's not, like, an established little food truck. There are food trucks on street corners. There are people that sell things on street corners that are legitimate. You can keep pushing that narrative, but I think we all know what they meant. Not you not supporting some small business. I'm not supporting small clam business? No. Go to hell with that shit. I need, like, a real clam that i know is healthy wow not a worm clam wow she is big business only here guys she said fuck small business if you want to start your own business literally fucking kill yourself sorry that you like worms in your clams little worm girl little intestinal (laughs) worm girl you maybe i like Mm. saving money and supporting people who (laughs) who want to make a living you eat that street meat and you're like i'm helping the economy and then you're shitting your life out on the toilet (laughs) Like, God, why did I eat that? Yeah, I am. Why did I eat it? And I shit my life out on the toilet anyway, even when I eat regular meat, so... Couldn't be me. Could not be me. I'm supporting local people. Supporting shitting yourself. (laughs) If you're a sexy man and you're listening to this, I literally have never shit in my life anyway carly sees the fight poster hung up in the hallway and is confused about who put them up but sam reveals that her and fred did so that people would tune in two random kids walk by and tell carly that she's so brave and that they hope that she can take a punch carly starts to explain that it's not for realsies but they walk Mm -hmm. away and she's interrupted by a random girl asking if she's seriously going to fight the 
Shelby Marks. Seriously, is this the random girl that's a recurring character, but she's so <laughs> unmemorable that we never notice it's the recurring character and we think it's a random girl every time? I think so, because I was like, she looks vaguely familiar. I mean, to be fair, it has been 84 years, so like anybody and everybody looked vaguely familiar to me in this episode. It is. I double checked. It is, in fact, Wendy. It is? Mm-hmm. But I almost didn't know that. I was going to guess her name, and I honestly was going to say, like, Rachel or something. So, you know what? That just, again, proves the point how unmemorable she is. The only reason I even know that is because I was trying to look up and see if they did use fountains for Spencer's dripping hair. And in the fun (laughs) facts for this episode, I saw that it was the the last time that we ever saw Wendy. And I was like, that was her? (laughs) No! I didn't even notice. That's the way she goes out, too? Damn. I would never know. I'm so sorry, Wendy, Rachel, you know, girl, random girl number 45. Cheers to you, bitch. Goodbye. Good riddance. Cheers to you. Wow. Well, how do we move on? But, uh, you know, Carly, she again tries to explain that it's not for real to Wendy, but then Sam and the girl, Wendy, start going off about how Shelves knocked that Russian girl's front teeth out with just one kick to the jaw. And then they were like, and now she has to talk like, and I was just like, if she got her front teeth knocked out, wouldn't she just talk with a lisp? Wouldn't she just be lisping her way through life? Like, hey, guys. I'm sure you would know. I got my so. teeth knocked out by Shelby. Like, what is the ha Like, does she also have brain damage? Like, I think so. I think they're trying to, like, make fun of her. Well, that's fucked up if they're making fun of brain damage. Well, join the fucking podcast. Welcome. I'm glad that you are caught up to speed that the show is fucked up. <laughs> I'm glad. Girl, you didn't have to do me news, like that. News you did break, not have to breaking do me news. Like breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Dan Schneider fucked up. <laughs> but also, I hate that throughout the whole episode. Like, okay, Shelby and Carly are planning to fix a fight. That is illegal. But even if it's an exhibition, like you can't just you can't fix a fight. And this girl, Carly, is going around telling everyone the fight is fixed. It's not real. Like she to everyone she can say it to. She says it to you cannot fix a fight. Okay, I agree with you. Not in the necessarily like you can't fix a fight thing, because people definitely fix fights like all the time, all the time. It's okay. But you don't tell people about it like you can do it. Obviously, like they could do it, but they shouldn't tell people about it. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, you can do something. That's like me saying you can't murder someone and you're like, well, you could murder someone. Of course you could murder someone, but it's illegal. You should not do it. It's heavily like frowned upon. Well, to play devil's advocate, but <laughs> um, with the exhibition fights, because they still have them like that's like a thing. That's what Jake Paul does. Yes, I know. I'm just saying the fact that she's going around and like, what are you saying? I don't know. Honestly, I'm just like rambling at this point. I just have no points. I'm just saying that. Anyway, I'm just saying. (laughs) When women try to talk about sports. (laughs) This is why women shouldn't have podcasts. When women try to talk about sports, like honestly. (laughs) Uh, She just shouldn't be saying that they're fixed. Yeah, she's being dumb. <laughs> she's being so dumb. I can't. Right we now. have to move on. We have to move on. I we're talking in circles. This is so bad. This is so bad. 
Carly is clearly starting to get uncomfortable, and so the fuck am I. And she walks away only to bump into a teacher who hands her a card for his brother who specializes in facial reconstruction. (laughs) Because telling a child that they're going to get fucking wrecked (laughs) is so good as a teacher. Yeah, your face is going to need to be reworked after this. Carly pulls Sam to the side and tells her how nervous she is, and Sam reassures her that Shelby is a professional and that everything is going to be fine. But Carly gets a text. I got a text. I got a text. I got a text that says that the press conference is the following night, and Sam tells Carl's that she's going to teach her how to trash talk. Carly's confused as to why she needs to trash talk, but Sam explains that it's going to get people excited to tune into the fight. Sam tells Carly to practice, and she goes, Hey, you want a piece of me? Well, no pieces for you, jerk. And Sam is like, Uh, yeah, okay, we'll work on it. All I was thinking, you want a piece of me, the fucking Britney Spears song. <laughs> you want a piece of me, piece You want a piece of me. Should we trash talk each other? Yeah, go for it. You first. Me first. Um, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. it was your idea, so you first. Huck, what can I say about you? <laughs> yeah, Natalie. You and that you and that perfect smile <laughs> and your thick hair and your nice eyebrows. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Keep looking at me like that. (laughs) Yeah, what about it? (laughs) Oh, wait, I can trash talk, actually. Uh, you and your three fucking cats? Okay. Okay, you and your fucking 15 cats, please. Like, you can say anything. First of all, I only have two cats. (laughs) Like, you of all people can say anything. I've got two cats. My mom's got 15, all right? With two different women. Mm -hmm. I live alone. Right? spreading lies about me you you had 15 don't try to pawn this off on her girl i lived with my mom like you can't count those all towards me okay okay miss live with her mom that's a roast enough i don't even need to say anything you roasted yourself I moved out. okay miss lives with her mom and 15 cats that's so mean i didn't say anything mean to you yeah. I'm so fucked up. I was like moving on at my own pace. I walk away. (laughs) You know what? I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. Okay. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. No. We're at the the fight press conference. Go ahead. Say say your thoughts. What? No, I'm not going to say it because I respect you. And I cherish our friendship and I would never say anything mean to you. (laughs) Okay, Miss Beautiful, Voluptuous, Boob, and Funny Personality. (laughs) Just one, just one boob, Voluptuous. The other one is flat. (laughs) Miss Carby, Miss Hilarious, Miss Stand-Up Comedian. (laughs) Miss Sean White. (laughs) I don't even look like Sean White anymore. Okay, I got prettier. I cleared my skin up. <laughs> you probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. Liquid IV uses breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the non-GMO electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. 
And even better, our listeners get 25% off plus free shipping when using code iRewatchiCarly or the link in our episode description. Stay sexy and hydrated. Hey, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, dailies. Do you want to save money, have fun, and be satisfied? Well, Adam and Eve and I Watch I Carly are here for you. Get 50% off a new toy, lube, or almost anything else you desire. Simply use IRIC at checkout to claim your discount. You'll also get three bonus items and six movies for free on top of free shipping. What? It doesn't matter what you choose. All will be packaged and sent to you discreetly. This is an exclusive offer specific to the I Rewatch iCarly podcast, so be sure to support us by using code IRIC at checkout when you shop at adamandeve.com. Have fun and you're welcome. We're at the fight press conference. We're there. It's at the Beverly Garvin Hotel, which is not a real place. <laughs> so it'd be nice if I Carly stopped lying to us. Yeah, they're full-blown liars. Because I thought it'd be a real hotel in Seattle, and it's not. Nope. The press conference has four seats on each side of a main podium. Every seat has a microphone, like a press mm-hmm. conference usually does. The gang takes their seats to the left of the podium, while Spencer complains about how thirsty he is. Thirsty for that pussy, am I right? <laughs> am I right? Buttumps. Am I right? You're right. That's for sure. Thank you. Shelby walks in accompanied by her trainer, manager, and surprise, her grandma. Her motherfucking grandma. I got grandma with me. Granny's here, baby. Shelby's granny, Edith. Let's talk about an awesome old lady name. Edith just got back from the hospital and is there to support her grandbaby shelves. Well, Miss Edith, she's played by Eve Seagal, who played... Ervil in the Baxters. She was in two episodes of Teen Wolf. Hell yeah. She played Old Hag <laughs> at like legitimately that is her credit. Old Hag in a pair of kings. Old Hag. Imagine that being your character. I don't have to imagine. <laughs> and an elderly lady. Another exact credit. <laughs> In Good Burger, among many other things. <laughs> Damn, so she's a professional old lady. Like professional, like certified old lady. <laughs> it's her job. There are old ladies who are certified and old ladies who are uncertified. Well, Rod, not Sterling, you might know him as New Jersey Rod. Yes. Gives a speech and then invites Carly up to the podium to have her own little speech Despite the fact that there's a microphone Mm -hmm. at her seat. You know, that's a good point. Before Carly goes up, Sam reminds her, don't forget to trash talk. Remember, remember the trash talk, Carly. (laughs) Carly starts by saying she's super excited to get on that octagon and, you know, mix it all up with Shelby. Mix it up. Sam eggs her on from her seat. So she adds that she's going to give her a good pop in the mouth the confused crowd begins to murmur amongst each other because they're like what the fuck is this a six-year-old woman saying she's gonna pop her in the mouth what the fuck is that a good one i'm gonna give her a good one (laughs) give her a knuckle sandwich please (laughs) carly asks for questions and a reporter goes what makes you think you can take on Shelby Marks if you've never even fought before? Good question. Good Carly question. Carly says that Shelby's really not a great fighter. Nah, she's all talk. <laughs> Shelby's not even a great fighter. She's just a punk and not the cool kind. Shelby gets ticked off, but Carly keeps the questions Mm-mm. rolling. 
The next reporter asks if she respects Shelby's punching and kicking power, but before Carly can shy away from the question, Sam steps up, grabs the mic, and completely escalates the situation. As per usual. Carly isn't scared of Shelby, because she's not that good of a fighter. She's all hype. Shelby's like, really? In front of my grandma? <laughs> Sam continues to say. In front of Edith? She'll... Carly predicts she'll kick Shelby's ass in the first 30 seconds of the fight. Shelby darts up and is like, oh, is that for real? And Sam goes, sit down, Shelby. And no one wants to hear you <laughs> run your mouth. Granny starts to defend her grandbaby. Ooh. But Sam goes, sit down, old lady. And the crowd is like, oh. <laughs> Shelby is getting seriously pissed and is like, let's fucking go right now then. The whole stage is up in arms by now and everyone is trying to tussle with each other. All of a sudden, Carly and Granny crash mm -hmm. into the podium and it falls off the stage. Carly lands right on top of Granny and the old bag is like, get her off of me! Get her <laughs> off of me! And I'm so serious. If that fall were real, like that would have broken that lady's hip. Like it was a bad fall. She should have, Granny should have been dead down for the count in the hospital. Yeah, she needed like a hip replacement like that. It was bad. I was like worried for the actress. It was like, she is too old. She is an old hag. Professional. Legitimately certified old hag. She could not have landed that fall. Uh, that was definitely a stunt double. There's no way. Is, is Edith doing her own stunts? That's crazy. No way. Had to have been. A reporter turns to camera and goes, unbelievable. Carly just tackled the sickly granny of Shelby Marks. <laughs> Shelby lifts Carly up off the ground and says, you tackled my grandmother. Now I'm going to kill you from behind a thick side bang. She pulls like a little Debbie Ryan and she's like, no, literally she was peering out from under that thing. Like, hello, Carly. <laughs> hey, Carly. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> Watching Victoria Justice's spaghetti ass arms try to pick up Miranda was so fucking funny because she just looked like weak. Like she was trying to be aggressive and be like, Ugh. but like it was giving like noodle, like two little limp noodle arms. Like mm. it was giving noodle. You know what's such a violation though? I was looking up things about the episode and on the fandom website or whatever, it has like trivia, right? At the bottom, it's like, it's like Victoria Justice claims yeah. to be a professional fighter, but there is not a single muscle on her body. And I was like, God damn. Like you didn't you have to get her that hard. Ate that 15 year old. Like you did not, you did not need to get her that hard. Like, She's fucking dead in a ditch. So you being like spaghetti ass arms, I was like, oh my god. I mean, please leave her alone. Did I lie? Did I lie? It's true though. It's true. No lies were detected. Well, Shelby walks away, and Sam is like, "That was awesome." Shelby looks like she really wants to destroy you, and Carly's like, "Because <laughs> she does." And honestly, I'm gonna say it for a professional fighter. Not only does Shelby have spaghetti arms, she also has spaghetti ass skin. Like, could not fucking handle a little bit of trash talk without getting personally <laughs> offended. Weak. I mean, that's literally every like fighter, every little fighter. You say the little thing, and they're like, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. But I feel like that's like kind of like for show and like why would she like get that press? Like obviously there's gonna be trash talk. It's for the plot, silly. Okay, I don't like that. Like right realistic. Maybe she just was like, oh my god, look at Carly Shay. Look at her little noodle ass, flat, no curve ass. She's not gonna talk shit. And And then then she she did. did. And you gotta be ready for that. And she wasn't. Like sometimes one of your closest friends will make fun of you for living with your mother and like you don't even live with her anymore and like you didn't really expect that out of her mouth and like it'll just like haunt close you. friends that's all i am to you uh, not even not even best friend not even lover not even wife not even co-host not even ex-wife not even soulmate not even twin flame not even anything just close friend that's all i am to you just not even pod babe not bestie not close friend what are we what are we business women i don't throw that word around a lot i only have three close friends and you're one of them well throw it away girl girl stop (laughs) knock it off no no you know what because i'm a sensitive little baby i am victoria justice her and i are one that's that's crazy you got a little more muscle than miss victoria justice you got some nicer shoulders damn you right Welcome to the gun show. Oh my god. Admission wow. 40 million, all the viewers. Like iCarly, the 40 million viewers. Well, anyway, I just would like to add before we move on. Um Yes, go ahead. You are my bestest friend. You're one of my bestest friends. My close friend and my associate. I think I think close friend and best friend are like the same thing. It was the way you said it. You were like my close friend period comma therefore etc i said one of my closest friends <laughs> semicolon dot 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 ellipses oh my god <laughs> i can't win here no anyway anyway Whatever. we're back I live with the with my mom anyway so who cares <laughs> no i didn't finish my fucking thought shut the fuck up and you couldn't live with me <laughs> you could have we could have been married we could have had a happy home <laughs> Where and when? Where and when? Where and when? Where and when? I should have just stayed with you and never went back to my mother's house. That's why you're mad I live with my mother. Because you're mad I went back to my mother. Yeah. I'm glad we're getting down to the nitty gritty. I know it's been so long, but I'm I'm so glad that we have this therapy. <laughs> this couple's therapy. Listen, I've been on two dates with someone. It's getting serious. <laughs> no, we're literally married. Like we have not officially gotten divorced. You can't date anybody else. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna sue you for adultery. I'm gonna call the police. I'll sue you for adultery. I know what you do on the weekends. Don't talk to me. You don't know what I do. You don't know my life. You don't know my story. <laughs> I I I know. I know enough. <laughs> Anyway, before we move on, I would just like to add that this whole time, Spencer is really thirsty and keeps asking for more water and his thirst will never be quenched, much like Natalie's right now. But the plot line is so unfunny, I didn't even want to highlight it throughout the scene. I was going to say yours, you miss go on the date. (laughs) Miss I'm in love and getting married after two dates, Miss Thirsty. 
<laughs> Miss, I wish you moved in with me after we met for the first time. That's not thirst. That's true love. Please. That's love. <laughs> That's delusion. <laughs> it's love bombing. <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get here? I don't know. Every single time that we speak, this is what happens. But this entire episode... I have been back at the Shea apartment and I've been waiting for any kind of Venmo really um, to help with this heartbrokenness. <laughs> I forgot about that, that. I am experiencing. I literally forgot about that bit. Right now. <laughs> but the gang walks into the apartment as Fred is telling Carly that she's making a huge deal out of this. But Carly's like, yeah, easy for you to say. You're not the one who's going to get murdered in the octagon by sexy teenage MMA fighter Victoria Justice. And Fred is like, Damn, I wish that was me, though. Stop. <laughs> stop, for real. Stop. For real, stop. We can't keep calling this teenage girl sexy. That's Fred. It's his own words. Illegal. It's not me. It's him. Don't blame. <laughs> it's not me. It's him. He actually said that verbatim. No, he did. He said she's so sexy. Sam is like, damn, well, maybe you shouldn't have tried to murder her granny then. And Carly's like, I didn't try to murder anyone. All the ruckus was caused by your trash talking. Sam just giggles about the word ruckus and she doesn't care about all of the ruckus she has caused. The doorbell rings and Carly jumps behind the couch to hide, but Spencer opens the door and it's just the doc. Spencer is asking if he's sure the pills are safe and before he can even get an answer sam yells out that they're on the news they all walk over to the tv to see footage of carly's attempted murder on granny and the news anchor says that she would not want to be carly right now the doorbell rings it's gibby ice cream asking why carly tackled granny carly slams the door in poor gib's face that is it she is canceling the fight Gibby did not deserve that. No, it's Gibby phobia. Gibby comes back after we have been gone for 84 years. This is the first time we have seen Gibby, and this is what we have to see. This is what we have to witness. Gibby phobia right in front of our eyes. It's a crime. Well, iCarly is live. Bow, bow, bow. Carly's looking to camera saying, and that's why garbage cans make really bad underwear. And then Sam goes, right, Gibby? Right, Gibby? <laughs> and bangs on a garbage can that Gibby is wearing as underwear. Gibby goes, this is so uncomfortable. They're literally torturing him. Like, we're back. And first yeah. we see Gibby getting a door slammed on his face. And now he's wearing a garbage can as underwear. And they're physically abusing him. Also, why is he agreeing to be on iCarly when they literally just slammed a door on his face? Like, does he have no self-respect? You know what? <sighs> It's just, I don't want to answer this question, but, you know, Gibby's going through a lot right now. You know, he's in therapy. He has night terrors. He's just, you know, he's looking for friends in all the wrong places. And he, he needs some self-esteem. He does. He just needs a little bit of confidence and he needs to know that he deserves better than this. If you think about it, iCarly was kind of like the first David Dobrik. Yeah. Humiliating your friends for views. I have thought about it and I and I don't want to think about it any longer. Well, let's not. The girls are about <laughs> to end the show with iCarly announcing that the fight is off. It's off. Carly's like, I like my face and I don't want it to get rearranged. Nope. They start to say goodbye and go Cinco, Cuatro, Cheese, Onion, Later. I hate it. So random. 
That was so random, Natalie. Oh my god, random. They had to throw in Spanish, too. Not only is it random, but they were like, Spanish random. Buenos dias, muchacho <laughs> Like, it really is spreading. Yeah, it's an infection. No, like, it's spreading. It's an, it's an infection. Spanish is an infectious disease. This is why we need to secure our border <laughs> with the wall. <laughs> no, shut up, first. First, with the fucking KKK and all this. I can't. Please. Like, what was, what was the theory again that fred had like a chip, chip in his brain and i yeah. go to japan so like what's the theory now if you say something in spanish it's funny foreign language is humor ha ha that's how we alienate people from other countries in america ha ha period i think that's what it is yeah that's true Anyway, um, not to get too real, but Gibby waddles over and asks- Damn, real alert, Gibby waddling, real. <laughs> Sam's like, hmm, hold up real quick, and then turns to Fred and Carly and is like, is it possible to give someone wearing a garbage can his underwear a wedgie? And they're like, I don't think so. And she's like, well, let's verify that. And then starts pulling up on the garbage can as Gibby writhes in pain, yelling, It's possible! It's possible! It's fully possible! It's happening to me right now! Please stop! Please stop! It's happening! It's please! Please! She does not stop. She doesn't. She keeps going. She keeps going. Poor Gibby. Uh, Just, uh, you know what? They are torturing him live. Uh, You hate to see it. You hate to see a Gibberoni winning. (laughs) It's just, it's truly despicable. Agreed despicable <laughs> or as the girl kicked in the head by shelby would say <laughs> justice for gibby no okay yeah you know what let's end it on justice for gibby justice or as she uh, would okay. say <laughs> no she wouldn't say anything she would be so quiet right now she just she wouldn't she wouldn't commentate <gasps> on anything <laughs> just commentate you know, yeah, I said what I said. Yeah, but you could just say comment. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to. I said what I said, and I stand by it. Okay. So anyway, no commentates from the okay. commentating that gallery That was me when there. I said close friend instead of best friend. <laughs> Shut up. A group of random kids are huddled around a laptop that is playing an interview of Shelby saying that she cannot believe that Carly is backing out of the fight right after she's the one who slammed her granny into the damn floor. She starts going off saying that she's so disappointed and that Carly has disappointed not only Shelby Marks's fans, but iCarly's fans too. And they also let down the charity that was helping unwanted bunnies find good, loving homes. She holds up a picture of a bunny. Now, because of Carly Shay and Carly Shay alone, this bunny has nowhere to go. They show the title of the Splash Face video, and it's iCarly the Chicken Who Hates Bunnies. And that's good. That's good clickbait. That's so funny. That's good. That is a great. Natalie, the close friend who hates living (laughs) with your mother. (laughs) And 15 cats. Close mother and 15 cats. I love that as she's walking down, you hear like some ADR of someone mumbling, I'm never watching iCarly again as they're like reading the news about her canceling the fight like as if that's like the worst offense like an influencer can have. 
they backed out on a violent fight oh my god i'm never watching them again but carly she walks down the stairs to hear that she has lost a fan and everyone in the school is just staring at her the gang of kids ambush carly and ask her why the fuck she chickened out of the fight and carly tries to defend herself but the kids are having none of it carly spots gibby walking through the halls and sprints up to him asking if he understands why she canceled like please you you get it right Gibby you get it because we're best friends please, and I didn't let Sam give you a garbage can wedgie you. two seconds ago please. please but Gibby he's not trying to be associated with a canceled bunny hater and tries to walk away but a kid sees them talking and asks why the fuck is Gib talking to her he says that he was just calling her a chicken and he starts to and at Carly and whispers to call him later. So the turntables. Finally, Gibby has the social power. And yet he's still groveling to them, which I don't know why. Like, get Gibby, stand up. You deserve better. But Sam, she tells Carly not to worry about it because kids can be so mean. And then a teacher walks by and mutters, Carly's a chicken under his breath. Bogus. Because again, teacher's getting involved in children's drama. We're back at the Shea apartment. Venmo us fucking money because I swear to God, we're never going to have a hiatus like this again. Like we're going to hire people I like swear. help us. And like, we're never going to get overwhelmed by life again. I promise. I promise. But also, thank you to everyone who did Venmo us over the break to try to bribe us to coming back. It really did help. It went in our fund for aid it did in our whatever we're at the shea apartment thank you so much to our supporters spencer is on the phone when carly walks in and spencer yells out hey Sako, happy birthday buddy 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 and slams the phone shut carly asks about spencer's thirst problems and he says that all of his allergies and side effects are like totally gone totally gone she starts to tell him about her day full of harassment and spencer goes Hang on real quick. Dials the phone and yells, Hey, Sako, happy birthday, buddy, 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 buddy. Carly looks at him and is like, is one of the side effects of your medicine short-term memory loss? He's like, yeah, what do you ask? Yeah. Please. Well, yeah. Please. Please. I'm tired of the side effects. No more. I know. I hated this subplot. Why is he like, happy birthday, buddy, buddy, buddy? Like, uh, like you're calling your close friend you an associate? You call him a close friend and not his best friend, even though you know it's his best friend, because it kind of means the same thing. Or maybe it's a ploy on what you called me. A ploy? A ploy. What was the ambition of this ploy? Yeah, I'm using big words. <laughs> Ploy's only four letters. She's came back. She's educated now. <laughs> I'm educated. I use four letter words now instead of three. That's a big word. Um, I use real words instead of fake words. <laughs> I use real words instead of fake words. I Just use so real know words. Just so you know, I use real words. I use the realest words ever before I hit the gritty. Freddy walks in and tells Corley that I, Corley, has gotten a hundred thousand comments in the last twenty four hours. Freddy, when we hit the gritty on I, Corley. <laughs> I love his way on iCarly, like, seriously. 100,000 comments, he says. He says that all the comments have been about the fight and that none of them have been good. No. Not a single one has been good! <laughs> Sam calls Carly and tells her to check out Nevelocity.com because Neville has been a busy... A busy little boy. Carly pulls up the bag's website and plays a video <laughs> of Neville. He starts by saying... Carly Shay has embarrassed herself <laughs> yet again. 
like damn bitch okay like get straight to it and drag her ass <laughs> no get gay to it and drag her ass <laughs> <laughs> he continues saying he has a video of carly being who she really is and shows a video of a chicken with Carly's face on it. Yep. Carly has had enough. Enough. The fight is back on. That was the straw. That, that was, was the straw. straw. A she chicken said video a bag? from Mr. Neville Papperman. No, no. She said a bag has photoshopped <laughs> no. my face onto a chicken. Absolutely uh-uh. not. not. That today. is it. That is not allowed. I am not going to be hate crimed by one of those bags. Put the fight back on. Not I'd rather today. get my face rearranged. But. What else is back on? (laughs) What? Spencer's bullshit. He asks (laughs) how school was again to Carly, and she just goes, it blew up, okay? Back when it was crazy, a concept for a school to blow up. I was going to say, she's lucky that they said that in 2009 and not 2023 because... Because now it's every day. Speaking of Jake Paul, it's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. Please, Gun violence is not, not a quoting... joke. Schools are getting shot up every day, bro. Stop. Who who's who's in charge of the mic? Cut it, please. Cut it. <laughs> We're at the gym, everybody. We're there. Shelby is beating the shit out of this guy who's wearing all these pads during her practice. While Carly explains that Sam made her talk shit, and then her and Granny got pushed into the podium off the stage. Her trainer yells finish him and she does just that and the woo track goes she sucks him off to completion Ah! no jail jail we woo we woo we woo we woo you're not you're not sorry you're literally not sorry you're literally not you're a liar no, keep going, keep going. Go ahead. Before before the mic gets shut off, keep going. I just wanted to add that Victoria Justice <laughs> is in fact serving body yaddy yaddy, but like model body, not like boxer body. Yes. Not a single muscle was found on that frame. No. And this is where I pulled the direct quote that you, direct quote. you summarized earlier. And I think that yes. the direct quote has a little bit of charm. Keep in mind, this was on the official iCarly fandom page. Yes. Despite the fact that Shelby Marks <laughs> is one of the strongest fighters in the world, she does not have any <laughs> visible muscle that a real fighter would have. <laughs> Damn! Damn. Boom. Roasted. Get her. Jesus. Rest in pieces. Well, you know, Shelby says that she believes Carly and says that she'll go easy on Carly. So they agree that the fight is back on Rod, Pauly D, Rod Sterling, whatever you want to call him. He runs out and he says he'll let the press know that the fight is back on on baby and the guy who shelby literally murdered rips off his helmet and begs pleads if anyone has any aspirin and he's literally like crawling on the ground he's like does anybody have any aspirin like he literally looks like he's about to ask for a mercy kill like he's like please pull me out of my misery please please i'm on the brink of death please please somebody that was dark as hell yeah it was dark. Anyway, uh, fuck that guy, because we're back at the Shay Shay, baby. Venmo <laughs> us a dollar or two. Yeah, maybe. 
the music is blasting, the gang is dancing, boom, Spencer's boom, cooking, boom, there's a penny boom, tea, boom, the vibes boom, are at an all-time high. Boom, 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 all is right boom, in the world again, boom, except for the fact that the camera zooms in on Carly shaking her non-existent butt. Hey. The days are passing and not a curve has been found. Listen. Not to body shame, but damn. But let me body um, shame. They zoomed in on her butt and there wasn't even anything there. She's a kid. There's nothing there. Yeah. Dan Schneider was like, hang on. I'm locked in. I'm going to say it. Even if she did have a fatty, I would never. She's a child. I'd be like, that shit's flat. I don't see it. Leave her alone. It's invisible. <laughs> you know? So I'm not body shaming. I'm creating a narrative. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. Why the fuck are you zooming in on her butt? Because it's Dan Schneider. Like, there's no other explanation. Like, it's him and that's it. Like, that... Natalie, why did you zoom in on her butt? It was butt, me. I was the cameraman. You got me. <laughs> I, you called me red-handed. Fred's Penny T says special ham. And that could definitely be interpreted as something sexual if we gave it enough time, but we're not going to. They're celebrating. No, but the you know who does have a special ham? Carly. I don't get it. Because Dan zoomed in on it. No! <laughs> See, I blocked it out. I didn't even get it. I wasn't even thinking about her ham. Why? Because she's a minor and you're a sicko. They're celebrating the fight being back on with Spencer's not really famous, but magically delicious spaghetti tacos. Woo, woo, woo. What is this, Lucky Charms? <laughs> My magically delicious spaghetti tacos. Yes. <laughs> Spencer goes to serve the kids their spaghetti, but his arm starts shaking and he flings the spaghetti across the room onto the wall. The kids are like, what? And Spencer's like, oh, just an uncontrollable muscle spasm. Spencer got the vaccine. <laughs> oh, no. This is me. This is me two hours after my allergy pills from the doctor in 7B. I can't stop shaking. Damn, Dan Schneider did COVID-19 vaccine again. Wow. Take two, take two. Take two, he's back. He first, he did COVID and now he did the vaccine. Dan Schneider, you're going to jail, <laughs> sir. We found you, we found your ass out. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Boom. <laughs> Boom. But it is an allergy pill side effect. Unfortunately, Spencer keeps trying to serve the spaghetti because he thinks he has his spasms under control. But he keeps cosplaying as those vaccine shake videos and flinging the spaghetti around. And eventually he gives up and runs out of the room. Sayonara. But the problem is that, you know, the first time when he was trying to serve Sam, he like flung the spaghetti like onto the wall, right? But when he serves Freddy, he flings it right onto Freddy. Like that was personal. Like he didn't just fling it off. He flung it right on top of him. I would too. Freddy's been weird this whole entire episode and he frankly deserved it. Not just episode, just like entire lifetime. Like it's just getting worse and worse. He's in his incel era. Like <laughs> he is. He, he's is. Sure. Knock it off. You know, speaking of incel era, we're in Neville's control room Ooh. and <laughs> there are tvs everywhere I love era. no there are tvs everywhere playing the news saying the fight is back on <gasps> neville pauses the tv and spins yeah. around in his chair to reveal a full-grown porcupine on his table he goes so now carly and shelby are friends 
Well, that just won't do, will it, Mr. Tibbles? <laughs> and feeds him a carrot. And then he goes, looks like Neville has some work to do. <laughs> I think everybody needs to know that in her notes it says, he goes, parentheses, gay voice, and parentheses. <laughs> so now, Carly. <laughs> because this was extra gay. gay like the way he said it was like there was a little bit of like an extra bag in that tote bag there. Yeah, he was repping the LGBT of the scene for sure, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Gay voice. I agree. So now Carly and Shelby are friends. Well, that just won't do, will it, Mr. Tibbles? Like, Mr. Tibbles, too. Like, that's the name that you've chosen. Women supporting women? <laughs> As a gay man, no. I will not see it. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Well, he spins back around in his chair, and he starts narrating exactly what he's doing. Normal. He takes the video from the press conference, and he adds an audio from the web show where Carly and Sam are talking about Sam taking her grandmother to the park, and then cuts up the audio and smooths it out and has Sam say, push her grandmother down. And Carly say, I'll do it. Push that old bitch to the floor. <laughs> and then puts that on top of the video from the press conference. He sits back and he goes, wait till Chevy Mark sees this with the biggest evil grin on his face. He's possessed. Ochoa is coming over him. His mother yells, Neville, do you have a porcupine in there? And he yells back, no, mother. And then shh to the porcupine and feeds him another carrot. I love that there's an illegal porcupine. I love how his mom somehow knows and correctly guesses that there's a porcupine in there like it's not like porcupines make such like a distinct sound that she would obviously know that there's a porcupine in there so that insinuates that either he has had a porcupine in there before or she's a porcupine expert i would argue that porcupines do make a very distinct noise oh yeah like if you if i were to blindfold you you'd be like when they eat they go like <laughs> the porcupine made the noise when he was eating but I've heard porcupine noises before. It's really distinct. It's quiet. It's definitely quiet, but it's distinct. Guys, we have a porcupine expert in the room with us right now. It's literally Mrs. Papperman right now. She's literally right here. I'm going to send you one video of a porcupine eating with clear audio on the porcupine. And you're going to be like, that is distinct noises. Because they get happy when they eat and they make these little like moans. They're like, give, me a, hey, give me a porcupine hey. ASMR. Send it my way. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'll give it to you right now. All right, Mr. Hey. Tibbles. All right, let's go. <laughs> Please. Move on. Okay, he died. I'm back. We are at the gym during Shelby's practice. And not yes. to be outdone by Spencer's flying spaghetti, <laughs> Shelby's letting her spaghetti arms fly around as she <laughs> trains for a fight that's going to be rigged anyway because she's a smarty. Because she's a spaghetti noodle. Being flung around by Spencer with his spoon and muscle spasms. 
That was actually just a bunch of little Shelby's that he was trying to serve up. Oh my god. She was actually like in the in the pot. Boiling away. She's beating the shit out of her sub when Neville waltzes in. Shelby roundhouse kicks her sub and then strolls over to Neville to see what the fuck is up, dude. Neville shows Shelby his doctored video of Sam and Carly and convinces her Granny Gate was no accident. Mm-mm. Shelby and Rod not sterling are pissed no. off neville smugly asks are you gonna punch and kick carly extra powerfully <laughs> shelby goes yup let's go gary and starts beating the shit out of him once again neville mimics a little kick in the air while he's grinning from ear to ear at his success one the little kick was very bad behavior two imagine your name is gary and then some 15 year old just like beats the shit out of you like that would be so depressing like i'm imagining my name is gary (laughs) a 15 year old's beating me ass I hate it. I'm going to kill myself. I hate it. Hated it. One thing after another. Well, this Gary, he's played by Sean Crowder, who is a stunt coordinator and stunt double and has literally over 200 stunt credits. He's done stunts for the Pirates of the Caribbean and even is working on the new iCarly reboot. Interessante. Wow, it's crazy. The Spanish, you know, is just spreading to you. The disease, it's just getting. It's really, it's going through the microphone even. So is the vaccine. (laughs) Please. For audio listeners, I'm flinging my hands up into the air just like Spencer (laughs) Shea. Well, we're in the arena. The announcers say that Carly Shay has emerged from her dressing room. The whole gang is with her. They're all dressed in gold. Freddie's in the front trying to hype up the crowd. He's like, yeah. He's jumping up and down, waving his hands and shit. And then Shelby and her team emerge and they are looking more serious than ever. And they pan to the arena. It is completely packed, like completely sold out, not an open seat in the house. There are like tens of thousands of people there like i don't believe this but i do because i have seen jake paul occur like if jake paul never happened i would never believe this yeah i know they needed jake paul to make the legitimacy of this episode be a thing absolutely dan schneider send jake paul a check because you normally would be getting roasted on this podcast because logic would not be on the phone but logic is here just because like jake paul exists jake paul pulled logic into the studio and was like shut the fuck up you little bitch bitches because actually it does make sense yeah no literally that's and I was like don't call us bitches fucker yeah carly she's like hey girly pop and shelby looks her dead in the eyes and motions you're going down 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 diggy down down diggy diggy down down diggy down down diggy any kooks fans in the audience sam's like uh shelby looks like pretty pissed right now and spencer's kind of confused because he's like you know i thought you guys you know like made up and carly's like no 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 she's only acting tough for the crowd like we're really besties not close friends but besties okay but if they were close friends maybe this miscommunication wouldn't have happened but it did happen but it did carly's like listen i'll do it too she steps up on the ledge and she goes hey shelby and then shelby looks at her and she goes Like, that is the most unintimidating thing ever. More importantly, can we discuss that there are two teenage girls in sports bras and shorts on our TV screen right now? I was also thinking about this. 
but then I was like, are we becoming so progressive that we're getting conservative? Like I would dress like this at their age and I would not want adults to be like, um, little girls and knees out. Cause I'm like, uh, it's my little, little girl legs and my little girl tummy. But it also is like on TV. Yes. So it's on display for people to watch. But also it is a kid's show for other kids. And when I was a kid, I'd be like, I'd be wearing shit like that too. Like that. No, I know. But did you like go out in public, like wearing a sports bra and shorts like that? Yes. Girl, I did not have a father growing up. (laughs) My mom like never, ever made me feel some type of way about showing skin. Like I just did not think about it. Back to what you were saying. I think it's more like the context of the situation to where like, I don't think that what they're wearing is inherently wrong or like sexual in any way. But I think that the fact that it was like on TV and that it's like grown men who are directing and writing and producing and filming this TV show and putting it onto the TV where, you know, we talked to Miss Carly, not Carly Shay, but Carly Bondar, who said that a lot of the fans that would come up to her were like old adult men like we know that like adults are watching this show it's like a weird thing looking from an outside perspective versus like being a kid and being like yeah that's normal not seeing anything wrong with it yeah you can't win with it i just feel like it sucks like it it sucks being a girl or a woman because yeah everything that you do is politicized <laughs> and has repercussions and can be like interpreted in one way or another way and there has to be an argument about it like everything comes down to like some like societal argument about like just like choices that like women and girls make like it's fucking annoying that we even have to think about this so icky i agree icky icky anyway so gibby walks up (laughs) with a bucket full of popcorn and he is super excited to watch his bestie fight but as soon as he gets up to the gang and tells them about how great his popcorn is spencer has a spasm and hits the bucket of popcorn straight out of gibby's hand onto the ground gibby defeated says that he'll go get another one gibby walking into frame and being like you guys this popcorn is so good and not even a second later boom spencer just like hits it out of his hands into the air i was on the floor <laughs> that was hilarious it I was hate funny to say it. However, I felt so bad for Gibby. Again, Gibby phobia, it's yes. striking, it's attacking. Agreed. We're on the front lines of this war. Always the butt of the joke, <laughs> never the teller. Period. <laughs> Sam tells Carly to look at who the fuck is sitting over there. And Carly's like, whoa, Sir Mix-a-Lot. That is such a random person to reference. Like, I doubt that Carly Shay legitimately knows who the rapper Sir Mix-a-Lot is. This is not even, like, a relevant no! pop culture reference for the time. Yes! I had to, like, double check. I was like, did Sir Mix-a-Lot release a fucking song in 2009? And it was like, no, it was like the last song was like 1990 something. Like, no, it is not relevant. I feel like this is one of those things where like Gen Z would just be like, oh yeah, I Carly and Sir Mix-a-Lot just in the past, they happened at the same time. Cause that's how I am with yeah. shit that I didn't live through. You could like gun to yeah. my head. You could be like, um, Fleetwood <laughs> Mac and Johnny Cash happened within the same timeline. And I'd be like, yeah, in tandem, same year. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Makes sense. That's totally. just like the past. Like I can't differentiate decades like yeah but anyway so alexa play baby got back by sir mix a lot <laughs> 
please. But Sam is like, no, not Baby Got Back. In the front row. And lo and behold, it's not Sir Mix-a-Lot. It is Neville (gasps) Papperman, the bag himself. So you're telling me that Neville has front row seats, but Sir Mix-a-Lot doesn't? That's like your high school bully having courtside Lakers tickets and then two rows behind them you see Zendaya. (laughs) Doesn't make no sense, love. They strut over and confront Neville asking him what the hell he's doing here in the front row when Sir Mix-a-Lot is two rows back. (laughs) And he replies that he heard Carly was fighting Shelby Marks and thought it would be a wonderful opportunity to watch you bleed and cry i love that (laughs) neville greets the entire crew with hi i carly (laughs) like imagine we walk up to someone they're like hi i rewatch i carly (laughs) no i would love that everybody take notes (laughs) carly's like well hate to burst your bubble (laughs) i can't even say this (laughs) when i read this i read it as hate to burst your bubble bag like a bubble bag is a thing Carly's like, well, hate to burst your bubble, you little baguette, but this is just for funsies. And then the bell dings to alert that the match is about to start. Neville goes, oop, ding, 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 run along. And then the gang looks disgusted and just walks away. Neville has not been such a bag in such a long time. Gib and Spencer are back with a brand new bucket of popcorn and Spencer starts to give Carly a pep talk as she's about to enter the ring and goes, okay, make us proud and don't forget to, and then flings Gibby's brand new popcorn bucket into the air and Gibby, all he can muster up is, dude, not cool. And you know what? It wasn't. It wasn't cool, Spencer. All right, everybody. We are in the octagon. The girls are in the ring. The ref relays the rules. Carly tries to make chit. Um, This hurts my voice so much. Like, I can't do this. (laughs) (coughs) Try to do an easier voice. We. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) All right, everybody. We are in the octagon. The girls are in the ring. The ref relays the rules. Carly tries to make chit-chat, but Shelby has murder on her mind and death in her eyes. The fight is on. (laughs) Carly is acting silly, goofy girl, and Shelby throws a punch that Carly barely avoids. (laughs) Carly's like, wow, Shelby, that was a close one. And then, bop! Shelby actually punches Carly in the face hard right in the face I'm being so real before Carly recovered like I genuinely thought she would be like bleeding or have a tooth missing no I thought so too that was like a hard punch yeah it was hard but Carly survived she is simply dumbfounded she panics and calls (laughs) a time out the ref Neville Shelby the commentators the arena God herself and all her disciples are screaming that she can't call a timeout but she goes well I just did they stop the clock Carly tells the gang that Shelby is going feral on her the ref blows the whistle and tells them to fight Carly goes back in and tries to ask her what's going on but Shelby goes in for a roundhouse kick that Carly barely avoids Shelby goes in for a punch Carly dodges it panics then latches on to Shelby's leg with her whole entire body a ref goes we've never seen this technique before 
Shelby asks the ref if she is allowed to do this. <laughs> and he just says, I don't know. There's only 30 seconds left on the clock. Shelby is dragging Carly around the <laughs> ring on her leg. The I crew is screaming at Carly to not let go. Shelby screams out, asking someone to pry Carly off her so she can punch her. But Carly is still hanging on like a leech. And Fred yells, there's only 10 seconds left. And Sam tells her to hang on, kiddo. The crowd and Freddy count down. And in five, four, four three, three, two, ding, ding, ding. The crowd erupts into cheer. Carly Shay, the first woman Whoa. to withstand an entire match against Victoria Justice's character, Shelby Marks, has just exited the <laughs> arena. Neville is screaming, that's a foul. That's a foul. <laughs> he shakes the lady next to him. Isn't that a foul? Carly sprints out of the ring, out the arena, and out of sight, screaming the entire way. Gibby watches her go, finally about to enjoy some popcorn, but Spencer's <laughs> vaccine kicks in, and the popcorn ends up flying into the sky. Damn. COVID-19 vaccine really got him good this episode. Need some water after that. <laughs> They went three minutes to 30 seconds so quickly. Like, there was no way that she held on she for like, two and a half minutes before they got to 30 seconds. I don't get why Shelby just couldn't have been, like, clocking her in the in the, in the the skull while she was on her leg. like Or, like, kick her or something. Like, she was acting so helpless and there were so many options. Yeah, if she's such a professional, you know, UFC fighter, she should know how to get out of a oh, leg hold. you're a professional? Let's see how well you do when I hang on to your leg like a baby. <laughs> what are you going to do when I hold on to your leg? I'm You're done. You. You're, You're done. done. You're done. <laughs> and great retelling of the script. Thank that you. was good. I loved it. I was so engaged. Thank you. We're outside the arena now, and the gang is looking around for Carly, and they find her hiding behind a pole backstage. <laughs> They're all so proud of her, but Shelbs and Rod, not Sterling, not Sterling. aka Polly D, oh, yeah. aka New Jersey Rod. New Jersey. They see Carly and the gang. Shelby is like, I got this. Don't worry about it, buddy. She walks over to Carly and just stands behind her until the entire gang gets silent. Carly turns around very confused and as soon as she sees the monster standing behind her she screams and run to hide behind sam not freddie not spencer but sam of course sam is like listen bitch what the fuck do you want shelby's like i want to talk to carly and ask her why and then slap spencer a grown man has just slapped a teenage girl across the face everyone is silent Spencer apologizes, but it's too late. Shelby just looks at him and then kicks him right in the face and knocks him straight to the ground. He gets up groaning and runs away saying that he's going to go wait in the car. Him hitting her was so funny. I love violence against <laughs> women so much. Oh my God. You canceled this episode, please. You're saying all the controversial things. When am I not canceled? It was, I'll say it silently. It was funny. It was hilarious. But her kicking him back was also very funny. It was. 
I love violence against men too. Carly is like, what the fuck? I thought you were supposed to go easy on me. Shelby is like, what the fuck? I thought you didn't mean to murder my grandma. And she's like, what the fuck? I literally didn't murder your grandma. And Shelby's like, what the fuck? No, like you literally did. Like I heard it. You literally did. And I saw it in the video. I saw it in the video. No, and Carly's like, what video? And then Fred pipes in and is like, so are you dating anybody? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Shut up, Freddie. Read the fucking room. Sam elbows him straight in the gut, but Shelbs is like, look, all I knows is some little baguette came in and showed me a video of y'all at the press conference saying you guys were going to murder my grandma. And they all turn to each other and say, Neville. He must have doctored the video and decide that he has to still be in here. So Fred runs off to go find him. Yeah, Freddy is the best option to corral fucking Neville. Delusional. Delusional. That man has more spaghetti than fucking Victoria Justice herself. You're right. Anyway, we find ourselves back in the <laughs> octagon. Fred is dragging Neville bow, bow, bow. into the ring and Neville is wailing. Just let me go. I mean it, Freddie Benson. I have rights. You cannot legally drag me in here against my will or I will drag you into the courthouse. Neville is a Karen. Confirmed. Fred locks him in the ring and yells, lights. Gibby puts a spotlight on Neville. Neville's like, Freddie, I'm not scared of you. Freddie goes, that's cool. Which ironically is the coolest Freddie has looked and sounded throughout this entire season. No, absolutely true. He was so nonchalant. He was like, that's cool. These bitches about to get your ass though. Yeah, he said, I know that I cannot beat your ass. However, and I'm cool with that. I know some bitches who can. I'm confident with the fact that I could not kick your <laughs> ass. And ladies and gentlemen, at the bottom, at the end of the day, the bottom he knows, line. I'm a bottom. See, that is not what I was going to say. Anyway, boom, another spotlight shines in a corner of the octagon. It's Carly. Neville scoffs. I'm not scared of you either. Bam, another light reveals Sam is also in the octagon. Neville grows uneasy and goes, boom. okay, you, I'm scared of. The girls lightly interrogate him until he admits he tricked Shelby. Boom, another light and look who it is. Shelby Marks Boom. in the ring with her gloves on. Neville is shitting himself. Dun, dun, the girls dun. close in on him. Yeah. We cut away and Neville is heard screaming at the top of his lungs. No, they like literally murdered him. They killed like, him. They killed him. He's dead. Eh. They sh literally shanked him in the ring. Now that Neville's dead, Neville's they gone. pan out and they show the arena and the arena has Seattle Super Center on there. And I looked it up and it's not a real place, which I was kind of shocked about. So they have lied about multiple things in this episode. I don't like it. But it's actually a shot of the Moda Center, which is in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Also known as the Rose Garden. Double liars. And the Moda Center holds 20,000 500 people that's bigger than the all-state arena in chicago yeah so the closing scene where they're all like zeroing in on him reminds me of a specific movie it's like a kid's movie and i can't remember what the fuck it is the villain is at the mercy of like some of the characters and then they all just like close in on the villain mm -hmm. and it's implied that they just kill him and then it cuts away because it's a kid's movie it's like an animated movie or something and i can't remember what it is but this scene just like triggered that in my head an animated movie mm-hmm it's like, well, now you're with us. And it's like this creepy, like, God, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Oh, my God. It is 
Corpse Bride. Oh, oh I'm so happy I remember that right now. We're live on iCarly. Hell yeah. We're in the studes. They're live. Studs. The girls, they announced that they will be live streaming Neville's funeral. <laughs> Tune in. Um, just kidding. They're like, yeah, so you guys saw Carly and Shelby fight the other day, but now they're besties and we totally didn't kill Neville. Don't even think about that. Him? Who? He's just never in the series ever again and they never explain it. He's just like literally deceased. He's gone. Sorry. Hashtag never forget. But they bring out Shelby to prove it. And Shelby comes out and they show her name in red, white, and blue with fireworks on the screen. Speaking of never forget, she runs up and hugs the girlies. And then Fred goes, no hug for the technical producer. No. Where's my hug? Not literally. And I quote, where my hug at? Fred is in his where my hug at era. I actually had PTSD like like watching this part. I was like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Shelby is like, uh, okay, come here, Fred. And then runs over to him and gives him a big old hug. Fred turns his head towards Shelby. And it looks like he's about to try to give her a kiss. Somehow, Fred makes it worse. He takes a big old whiff of her hair, and then Shelby's smile immediately fades, and she runs back to the safety of the girls. Terrifying. Scary. Realistic. Where's the hug for the technical producer? Where's my hug at? Technical producer, where's the huggies? Uppies. Let me get a little sniffies of your hair. Uppies for the cameraman. Please. (laughs) Uppies, please. Wait, diaper stinky. You get the camera so I can sniff your hair. Change my diapers, (laughs) stinky. Please. No, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, but anyway, so the girls are like, well, how do you know that we're all really besties? Well, only besties would do slow-mo spit takes with grape juice. The girls all get super, super close. And then they spit grape juice right into the camera. Fred is loving it, living it experiencing it and the show is about to end and then random dancing goes off and the girls all go crazy and go stupid and victoria justice is like yeah we in the club like (laughs) it was crazy what a crazy episode uh that's it uh, i hated that only besties stand (laughs) on their heads when they're wearing leafs as clothing and say the alphabet backwards (laughs) only besties would ever drink grape juice ever while listening to Lana Del Rey in a yellow vehicle. (laughs) Like what? What kind of logic was that? Yeah. I just, Uh, uh, I want to (laughs) know. I thought that they were going to be like, oh, you know, like, here's a clip of us, like, getting smoothies together or whatever, because that's what Carly asked her to do after the fight. You fucking thought. I thought, but no, here we have this fucking bullshit fucking spit in Fred's mouth, fucking grape juice ass slow-mo fucking, but, you know, so we've made it to the post credit scene fucking barely after Somehow, 45 million hours. we limped along like me and Sam's cat. <laughs> Carly is holding a huge bowl of red salsa and tells the fans to watch her feed her baby sister. The camera pans over and Spencer's head is in the body of a baby in a crib. And he's yelling, baby wants salsa. 
And then Carly scoops up a spoonful of salsa into his mouth and Spencer eats it and then says, baby, what to do I Carly.com dance. And Carly's like, okay, dance, baby. And then Spencer starts singing and dancing in the baby body. Lots to unpack here. First of all, we have to acknowledge that this is the iconic meme. And this is also the first skit as the post credit scene. I can't. I don't even want to. I don't even <laughs> want to think about it. I'm being so serious. This, But you have to. This video took 10 years off of my life. And like, I'm not kidding. Like, I hated every second of it. Why did it need to happen? Who thought of it? How did they even come up with that? Every single aspect of it was like the worst version of what it could have been. Like, it it could have been better. It could have been the same concept, but better. But at every moment, they chose to make it worse. And I'm scarred for the rest of my life. If I prematurely bald, it will be because I spent 15 seconds watching this. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you might premature brawl. That's pretty funny. Fuck you. But I don't remember this skit being the baby like meme. Like I remember the baby meme, but I yeah. don't remember the entire skit. You know what I mean? So like watching the skit, I was like, what the fuck is happening? I thought it was part of an episode. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is what it is. Why is this just like an afterthought? Like, yeah, this is, this is sick and twisted. Yeah. Like it, there isn't even an explanation or reasoning for it. It's just gross. No. And Carly being like, okay, dance baby. Like uh. That's your brother, first of all. Second of all, it's a baby. If we're if we're in on the skit, like no matter what it is, it's so fucked. It's so fucked. I'm just gonna move on from that because I don't wanna there's no need to go into that any further. Move on. That's it. We're done. This week's pod babe of the week is Is... you. Whoever you are listening, thank you so much for enduring our long ass break and coming back and listening to this episode. You're the pod babe, and you're the pod and you're babe, the pod and babe. you're the pod and babe, you're the pod and babe. We did not mean to take a break this long. In fact, we intended to never take a break at all. No, but we do have full time jobs. Yeah, and things get in the way. If you hated this hiatus as much as we did, feel free to leave us a review. Uh, wherever you leave podcast reviews on the Apple Podcast app, on Spotify, on the internet, wherever, wherever. Um, send us to three friends. Be like, hey, you should listen to this. Help us yep. grow. Um, interact with all of our social media accounts at iRewatchiCarly. That will help us be able to never take another break again. And I would like to give a special shout out to Rachel Hubble. She's already been the official pod babe. Um, but she's gonna get another shout out because she did another one. Send us a lovely Venmo and ask. She asked if we were dead. We're not dead, Rachel. We're trying so hard to show up for we're you guys. We're not dead. It's really hard. Um, yeah, but we're happy to be back. We're really, really happy that people care enough. Even just like one person being like, "Hey, what's going on? Are you guys gonna post again?" <laughs> that means so much. So thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you to everyone who reached out about yeah. us being in hiatus because it was a lot of you. We also want to thank Gary Sealhorst for emailing us and asking if we were still going to be continuing the pod. We may have not replied, but we read it and we sent screenshots of it to each other. Like, we got to fucking get on this. Like, people are asking where we are. (laughs) Um, So thank you so much, Gary. It means so much that people care. So thank you to everyone. There's too many people to mention, but a lot of people reached out. We have seen every little thing. 
and we saw it we felt guilty every little thing has meant so much to us and it's just you know we love all of you guys and it's it's like so hard to put into words how amazing it is to know that people really like care and care whether or not we're like putting content out or what we're doing and we promise no more hiatuses so <laughs> no more hiatuses oh. Anyway, guys, that was season two. Season two is done. We have two seasons of the podcast, but we hope that you join us in two weeks for I Think They Kissed, which is season three, episode Episode one. one. Uh, We hope that you rewatch it with us. And thanks for listening. And see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah, mwah. Uh, thanks you. Uh, thanks you. <laughs> thanks you so much for listening. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. If you love Iriwatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Podbabe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at Iriwatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, all Always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.